welcome to the Lost Levels Podcast. This is podcast number 225. Welcome to the podcast. If you're new, this podcast, the Lost Levels Podcast, is all about Nintendo. All about Nintendo, Mario, all the great Nintendo series. Today we're going to be talking about a certain Nintendo series, um, a specific Nintendo series called the Kirby series. Yes, the Kirby series, the Kirby series. We're going to be talking all about the latest um, Kirby game released for the 3DS, Kirby Planet Robobot. It is the latest Kirby game. It is great. It is phenomenal. We're going to talk all about it today. And I am not alone today. Well, first and foremost, I am Spider Staryu. Hello. And I am not alone today. Today, I am joined by a super special guest. Today, I am joined by Kirby Vault. Hi. How's it going? Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Now, Kirby Vault, can you tell from his name, he loves Kirby, <laughs> right? Am I right? That is correct. Uh, Kirby's been one of my favorite game series since I was a little kid. All right, and you have a YouTube channel, right? So can you talk a little bit about that? Like, what type of videos you do? Yeah, so I do a lot of Let's Plays on my channel. It's just uh, Kirby Volt on YouTube. And I mainly do a lot of Nintendo-type games. I've been doing uh, Let's Plays kind of um, as a bit of a hobby for the last six years. Uh, within the last two years, I've been a little more serious about trying to be kind of more professional on it. Right, right. Um, other than that, just, just me having fun and uh, messing around playing some fun games. Well, that is awesome, dude. Um, can you quickly like link your channel? Like, do you, can you give us the URL so the viewers can go check it out? The thing about YouTube URLs is that they're really they can be really finicky. Uh, but uh, if you search this Kirby Volt on YouTube, that'll probably be the first thing you'd find. Right, right. Well, Kirby Volt, I had Kirby Volt. I I, requ I requested Kirby Volt to come on because Kirby Volt actually has been covering um all sort of footage for um Kirby Planet Robobot, right? Like you, I'm pretty sure you did all you covered the whole game. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. so I've done a blind run of the game, and uh, as of this recording, as of for. Uh, where I'm at is that just recently I finished recording the entire story, and that is one of the last episodes I'll be going up if it hasn't been up already. Awesome. So make sure you check that out. All right, if you get confused with the URL system, just search, just go on YouTube, search Kirby Vault, and then put in, like, Planet Robobot, and his videos should pop up. They're really cool. Definitely go check it out. Thank you. No problem. Well, now we're going to be talking about the game. All right, so Kirby Vault has been playing it. I've been playing it, and, you know, the game is... Pretty freaking cool. I played through the whole game, and I'm pretty sure you have too, because mm -hmm. Kirby Vault filmed the whole videos and stuff. So we're going to be talking about the whole game. We're going to be talking about copy abilities, uh, how we feel about the game, um, comparing it to Triple Deluxe, and things like that. So let's just jump into it right away. So the first question is a simple question. But when did you first get the game? Did you get it day one? Uh, when did you get it, Kirby Vault? So my story is actually kind of stupidly silly, is that I actually had it... Uh, GameStop had this weird promotion where they had these, like, collectible trading cards, and me being the big fan, I'm just like, well, I want the cards because I want yeah. to have all the Kirby things. Right. So I actually pre-ordered the game. Um, unfortunately, the GameStop uh, shipment would not get to my place until Monday after the game was released, so I'm a recording 3DS. I just kind of went, well, it's 11.30 at night. I'm just going to, you know, download the uh, pre-install for the game and just uh, oh. start from there. So I actually have two copies of the game, a physical copy and a digital copy that's on the one I've been using for recording. Oh, so you've been using a digital copy. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. For me, um, I got a day one. I am too much into Kirby. Like, if you guys have listened to previous podcasts, you know I I just love Kirby. Kirby is it's 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 the top three for me. All right, it's top three. All right, Mario is number one because I know my name is Spider Starry, but Mario, I love Mario to death. Mario's great. Then it's Pokemon. Then it's Kirby. I, I just I I love Kirby. I'm obsessed with Kirby. So. I got this game day one. Um, 
we're gonna talk about the amiibos a little bit later, but I just want to quickly mention that <laughs> I when I got when I went to go to GameStop to go get the game, I completely forgot about the amiibos. So mm. the dude at the counter, he's like, "Oh, did you know about the amiibos and stuff?" So I was like, "Oh shoot, <laughs> I completely forgot." <laughs> so I couldn't I couldn't buy because I didn't bring enough money that day, and I didn't bring my debit card or nothing like that. So I'm like, "Oh shoot, oh." Oh, it was so frustrating because he showed me the Kirby amiibo and the Waddle D amiibo. I'm like, oh my god, they're so adorable. They're I very need adorable. them, right? Yep. Oh my god, but thank God I have them both. I have them mm-hmm. both, so don't you worry. Um, yeah, so we both have the game. We we got them pretty much day one, like around there. So let's yep. continue talking about it. So pretty much, how do we feel about the game story? That's the next question. So let me see if I have the story up because it's kind of, I, the game story is pretty simple. It's not. It's not too difficult or too um, hard to comprehend, but um, pretty much what happens is Kirby naps underneath a tree. You know, as usual, you know, Kirby's either eating cake, napping under a tree, you know, it's something like that. That's what Kirby's always doing. He's eating, sleeping, something like that. Or kicking butt. That's usually the top three things Kirby does. But a group of robotic invaders, part of the um, Haltman's Work, no, Haltman Works Company. It's something like yep. that. Something like that. That's how yep, it is. Yep, Haltman Works Company. Yeah. And they descend from the skies, and they're attacking Dreamland, and they're pretty much trying to overrun Planet Popstar. And, you know, Kirby is like, what the heck is going on? And in King Dedede and Meta Knight, you know, they try to fight um, Haltman's company back, you know, fighting the robots and things like that. And then Kirby just sets off an adventure to stop, you know, Haltman from taking over Planet Popstar. So pretty much, you know, a whole bunch of robotic enemies and things like that, um come across and things like that because um as the story goes on i don't know if you guys play the game so this is not too much of a, a spoiler but it's kind it kind of is so keep this in mind as the game progresses you the area and the enemies become more and more robotic like first you just see like oh it's a simple waddle d and like oh he's in a little robotic uh suit thing and he's like oh you know you guys know what i mean like robotic armor like that's a, spe- a specific thing about this game and as the time goes on, you know, it gets more and more robotic where, like, enemies are more robotic and things like that. So the game is pretty much very heavily robotic, machinery-based, if that makes sense. So, yeah, that – how do we feel about the game story? Uh, KV, how do you feel about it? So uh, this is actually a really interesting uh, one for me because, yeah, Kirby game stories are usually pretty simple, but uh, – <laughs> What this game follows in the trend of both Trip Deluxe and Return to Dreamland, they're both they're all directed by the same uh, individual. His name is uh, Shinya Kumazaki. I'm pretty sure yes. I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah. And uh, they kind of follow a similar pattern in which there's a major twist that happens near the end of the game, and that's kind of I don't want to touch that as much because spoilers in a, in a sense. But I kind of like how this one unfolds because it kind of gradually gets you into that, whereas like in Trip Deluxe, it just kind of just happens and it's 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 fine. But that's right. one that kind of gradually gets you into that not just with the like the cutscenes that happen with some of the bosses but also with just as you mentioned like some of the enemies getting more mechanical yes i noticed like halfway through the game i start seeing the terminator waddle d's and those actually kind of made me very sad because they did not look as adorable (laughs) as the ones riding the little mechs so i was kind of like oh now i don't feel so good about these guys (laughs) yeah Um, right but yeah i actually really liked a lot of the story and uh Unfortunately, without talking about the ending, I feel like this game, unlike the previous two, does leave room for more things to happen with it, as opposed to the other two seem very closed-knit. This game has a little more open ways. I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen so, like, you with feel the like rest there, of the series. You feel like there could be a, like a sequel to this game? Like, very similar? 
in a the, sense, um, I will note that uh, on Meverse, just I believe a week ago, uh, the main PR person for HAL Laboratories, Satoshi Ishida, opened up a Meverse thread on the Kirby Planet Robot page where people could just ask questions about the game. And they haven't gotten to respond to them yet, but I'm very curious because a lot of the questions I'm seeing are very similar ones to the ones I'm thinking. So right. I'm wondering if there's like some kind of major plan, especially if some of the fan service that they do between this game and the previous two, if there might be something that they're kind of leading into for a console game or something or other. Right, right. That, that would be really cool if they made a sequel to this game. Like, I, mm -hmm. I agree with what you said. It the way this storyline is, without spoiling too much, because I don't mind spoiling a little bit, like, towards the beginning, but I don't want to spoil the ending, because that's... Yep. Yeah, you guys need to go play the game if you haven't played it. Um, but I feel like there's definitely... There definitely could be a sequel to this game. Like, there's so much room for something like that to happen. Like, the characters they introduced with Haltman's... With Haltman Work Company... Works Company, oh my gosh. Yep. Haltman Works Company. You know, there's so much room to have a sequel. Or maybe, like, even be something secondary in the second game. Like, you know, like, oh, they, like, they came back to do something. Or so, just something. There's totally things they could do uh -huh. with this, with a sequel. Um, how, I feel, how I feel about the game's storyline. Um, the storyline, to me, I feel like I agree with what you said about how, you know, it's very sim it's very kind of similarly based to um, um, Triple Deluxe and... Uh, Return of Dreamland, in a sense, like because you know it's made by the same, the same, the same person, same person directing it. Um, but I feel I actually like that. I like how the way these stories are, like how like there's always like there's a shot, there's a shock towards the end of the game. Mm -hmm. It's it's just really cool to see Kirby games with a great storyline and great gameplay. Like I feel like that's what we've been getting for the last three Kirby games. Because for a while Kirby's been kind of like. I don't want to say recently, but, like, before Return to Dreamland, like, there was Epic Yarn and things like that, and Kirby was just, like, really, like, kind of in limbo, like, with just, like, kind of lackluster Kirby games coming out. Because I remember, like, there was Epic Yarn, and then there was um, Mass Attack. And I'm not saying those games were bad, I'm just saying, like, those games were kind of, like, eh, okay. They were, like, they were different games. They weren't meant to be, they weren't main Kirby titles, was the thing. Yeah. I think that's kind of, that's the hard thing to distinguish, because there was actually another Kirby game that was released just last year, which was Kirby and the Rainbow Curse, which is, again, another right. spin-off game, and those games tend to be a bit different. They're usually made by slightly different people within the HAL Laboratories team, so they're right. kind of more experiments or anything else. They're kind of just kind of fun things to go and explore, but they're not main series Kirby games. Oh, oh yeah, no, totally. I, I don't mind that. Like, with Rainbow Curse, I love that game, like, because it's really heavily similar to Canvas Curse, and I love that, so I'm fine with that. I'm just saying, like, to make a point, like, you know, with these Kirby games, we've been getting lots and lots of great platforming, uh, lots, the graphics have been great, just the, the storyline, um, level design, everything has been great with these Kirby games, and even though they're very similar, like Return to Dreamland, Triple Deluxe, uh, with this game, they have similarities, because it's pretty much, you know, Kirby in a 2, 2D, well, with these two games, Kirby Triple Deluxe and, uh, Planet Robobot, like, kind of two, two and a half D, kind of. Mm -hmm. I just love the way they've been doing it. Like, I, I don't know if I'm explaining it right, if I'm confusing you guys, but what I pretty much mean is that Kirby has been freaking awesome lately. It's just been getting more and more awesome with these Kirby games. And I it just makes me more and more excited to see what type of Kirby games they're going to come up with next. Because I thought this game was going to be very, 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 very similar to Triple Deluxe. And it is similar, but... With the ro robot, with the robot armor, it just it just opens a whole new, new style of of um play. Does that make sense? Like it just oh, it just it just seems very different. It makes the game feel very different. Does that make sense to you, KV? I agree with that completely. Like uh, 
For a long time, I had one childhood game that was my favorite Kirby game of all time, and then right before Trip of Deluxe came out, I replayed through Return to Dreamland. then I went, nope, this is probably the best Kirby game. And then I played Trip of Deluxe, and I went, nope, this is probably the best Kirby game. And <laughs> here we are with Robobot, and I'm, nope, this is the best Kirby game. So they've all been really building off each other very steadily. So I think, yes. yeah, there is a very good, uh, they're finding a really good balance and a really good mix of things, while still doing some of the side stuff, like uh, Rainbow Curse last year. Fine game, but it was nothing that could top what Triple Deluxe did. So Robobot oh, no. comes along, and now we have our Triple Deluxe topper. So it's just kind of they've been building off each other very, very well. I totally agree with that, and thank you for saying that. You explained it a lot better than I did. Oh, I thank totally you. agree. Um, all right, so let's move on to the next question, if you don't mind. We will talk about the copy abilities. So if you are a fan of Kirby, or if you even know about Kirby, you know Kirby is all about the copy abilities. There are tons and tons of copy abilities in this game. There are 27, I believe. There are 27, and with the robotic armor, there are 13. We'll talk about the robotic armor uh, copy abilities in a couple minutes. But let's talk about just Kirby, playing Kirby with his copy abilities. So with this game, there are 27 copy abilities, like I mentioned. Uh, Let me just quickly mention them all, really quickly. Um, We have um, Archer. Is that how you say Archer or Archer? Archer? Archer, yeah. Okay. Archer, Beam. Beam Kirby, Bomb Kirby, Circus Kirby, oh, I love Circus Kirby, Crash Kirby, Cutter Kirby, Doctor, ESP, Doctor and ESP are both new new abilities, Fighter, Fire, Hammer, Ice, Jet, Leaf, Mike, Mirror, Ninja, Parasol, Poison, we're not done yet, <laughs> Poison, that's another newer one, Sleep, oh, that's pointless, Smash Putters, Spark, Stone, Sword, UFO, Wheel, and Whip Kirby. Tons and tons of Kirby copy abilities. This game is filled to the brim with copy abilities, so you will not get bored with, like, oh, with the same copy ability over and over. There are tons of tons of different copy abilities to keep you interested with each copy ability having different different moves and different things like that depending on what the imp- what input you put in when you attack. So let's talk about the copy abilities. Which ones are your favorite, KV? Which ones are your favorite? Because there are tons and tons oh. in this game. There oh are tons. Goodness. Oh so, my goodness. Uh-huh. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you have the floor. All right. Um, I really liked Whip since its introduction in Return to Dreamland, oh, so I'm glad it's still there. Along with Leaf, both have been in Triple Lux, and uh, I mean, since Return to Dreamland, and they've been throughout these uh, games, so I'm glad right. they're still around. Right. I like that uh, Circus and Archer both came back from Triple Deluxe. Archer was probably my favorite ability of Triple Deluxe, so it's glad oh. to see that one make a, a comeback. And speaking of comebacks, one of the two most like amazing abilities I was super happy for within this game were Jet and Mirror ability, because those abilities oh. have not been seen in any other Kirby game outside of Superstar and its remake. So to right. see those abilities give the tri- the uh, Return to Dreamland treatment in terms of new move sets and all that, and to see them again was a blast, and I was super happy to have those abilities back because I've, I've missed them. They've, they're really cool abilities, and it's a, it was a shame that only one game had them for such a long time, so it was great to actually have them back in a new Kirby game. Alright, so you'd say those are your favorites? For the most part, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't dislike any of the abilities. I just kind of, oh. I just kind of gravitate towards well, besides the ones sleep. That... Besides sleep, yeah, dislike Sleep's that one. Sleep's cute. It's cute. It's, oh, okay. it's pointless, but it's cute. <laughs> Let's not put this when you're like getting it and like you're like on like a like a ledge or something. You're gonna fall off. That's not cute. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. That that is a, that's a problem. No, I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, for me. 
I love all I love all twenty seven copy abilities except for sleep. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I think the copy abilities in every Kirby game, there's always something. There's either new ones or ones returning. Like this one had a lot a lot of um, abilities returning, like jet, um, um, microphone. Was microphone in um, cur- um, triple deluxe? Yeah, microphone's been it. Oh. Microphone got a redesign in Return of Dreamland because that's when it went out the headphones the first time. Oh, okay. My bad. Okay, well, I, I thought it was, but um, Jet. Uh, what else did they bring back? They brought back Mirror. They brought back um, Smash Brothers UFO. Mm, yep. I am so glad they brought those abilities back. Um, was Wheel in Triple Deluxe as well? Yeah, Wheel was in Triple Deluxe. All right. Awesome. Awesome. My favorite ability is Smash Brothers. I am so glad they brought that back from Amazing Mirror. When, when That's I, true. Yeah. Amazing Mirror was one of my is. Okay, from from that from back then, if I could name one Kirby game that always just sticks out for for me personally as a great Kirby game, it is Kirby and Amazing Mirror. That is my Kirby game. I am I don't mean to like be arrogant, but that is my game. I know everything about it. I know I, I always collect all the stuff. That that is just my favorite game. It is so awesome and it's so well made. So it's I am a great so, game. Yeah, right? So I am so glad they brought back the Smash Butters ability. It is just, it's so unique, and it's so, it's so relevant to today, with the um, Smash Butters being released for the Wii U and the 3DS. It's so relevant. So it was just such a great move to have that be brought back in this Kirby game. And I really hope they bring it back again, because that'd be just awesome. It's my favorite. If I had to name something else, I also like UFO Kirby. That's another one of my favorites. And another one that's, um, that's actually been in a couple Kirby games. It's been in um, Kirby Adventure, I think. I think I'm not even sure. It's been in Kirby Adventure, I believe, and it's been in Amazing Mirror. UFO. I, UFO. I believe it's been in Kirby Adventure. Yep. Because it, it, was... it first appeared in Kirby's Adventure. Right. I, I, oh, I'm so glad I'm right. Because <laughs> I would. That was in Kirby Adventure. I also remember it because it was in Nightmare in Dreamland. So I. That's what I. That's how I remembered it. And then of course Amazing Mirror. And then um, yeah. So I was in Squeak Squad as well. So. I, I, UFO is a great ability, and I'm so glad they brought it back, because they also improved it in some ways. So, in previous Kirby games, if you're charging up your, um, little UFO electricity beam, when you're charging it up, you can only do one way. But with, um, here in Planet Robobot, you can change directions at any time, and that is just so awesome. And it's so, it's so great to do, because it is so useful in defeating bosses. Especially if you're doing the arena, or the true arena, or whatever the case might be. That's not a spoiler, because the arena is something that's in every Kirby game. It's, they actually, it's awesome. on, on the Planet Robobot website, they actually show all the modes, even the ones you can unlock. So nothing's technically a spoiler as far as modes go. Yes, awesome, great. See, I didn't spoil anything, guys, so you can't say I spoiled it. So it's so awesome. It's so useful in the arena because trust me, oh my god, the arena is gonna be something that's tough for you guys if you get the game. Oh my god, the true arena, it's the true arena. Every Kirby game that has a true arena, it's the true arena. It's the true testament to, to your abilities and whatnot. Whew. So yeah, pretty much just a quick check. My favorite is um, Smash Brothers and UFO. That's my favorite um, for the abilities. So let's move on. We're gonna continue talking about the abilities. Um, so what are your least favorites or the ones that you're just I don't want to say least favorite. I don't want to say ones that you hate. But what what are just ones that you don't care for as much? Like, do you get what I mean? Like, which ones, besides sleep, <laughs> which ones do you not care for as much? Do you know? It's, it's really hard to say that because I, I ended up liking all of them in some regards. One of the new abilities that was introduced was Doctor. And I played around for a little bit. And I was kind of like, eh, I don't really like this as much. I went to then go do the sub game with... Uh, 
uh, team Kirby Clash, and that had the Doctor class in it. So I was like, oh, okay, now I can kind of understand how this is useful a bit more since I was in a closed area. So I went back to the main game to use it again. I was like, okay, I'm kind of more used to this now. It's not something I gravitate towards immediately, but uh, it's I don't really dislike a lot of the abilities. There's just abilities that I just kind of just go, eh, well, I could pass on that for right now. I'd say one ability that I usually pass on, even though it's super common, is Parasol. And my only reasoning for that is because Parasol does not have a hat. It's the only ability, excluding <laughs> Smash Bros, that this still doesn't have a hat. So give Parasol Kirby a hat. 2016. Oh, but he's so cute with the Parasol. <laughs> well, no, he can still have the Parasol. He just needs a hat. He needs a hat? Hmm... I'm trying to think of what type of hat. I'm trying to think of, like, an umbrella hat. But then he's, <laughs> he has an umbrella in his hand. Oh, man. I'm trying to... Th- that Actually, someone should think of that. Someone should think of a hat and, like, draw it and, like, put on, like, DeviantArt or something. I would love to see what people think, like, what type of hat would be good for Parasol. Because, I mean, Mike got a hat, and Mike's a three-time use ability, and Crash got a hat. Crash is a one-time use ability, so Parasol needs a hat. Oh, dude. Crash... Really quickly. Crash... Crash's hat is awesome. That is mm-hmm. an awesome hat. I... So I'm trying to think of what, what what ability do I not use as much. All right, I'm going to say this one. The spark ability. No shade to anyone who loves the spark ability. It's not really my least favorite, but I think it's the one I use the least. Like, I'm always like, eh, I don't need that. The spark ability just to me is just so mm, abysmal. And that's just because there are so many awesome Kirby abilities in this game that, like, like when I see the Doctor one, I'm like, ooh, I need to get Doctor Kirby. And then I see the Parasol, I'm like, oh, I need to get Parasol. And I see Ice, I'm like, oh, I need to get Ice. So, like, when I see Spark, I'm just like, eh, I don't need to get that. I always I always pass on Spark. And no shade to you, KV, but I'm also not really a big fan of the Leaf ability. Yeah, it's just not it's just not for me personally. That's just personally how I feel. I'm not really too big into Leaf Kirby. Just uh, use its guard. It'll, it'll help you win all arenas. I should try that out. I'm gonna try that out when the podcast is done. I'm gonna go on the tour. I'm gonna go on the arena and try that out. I'm gonna test your fury, KV. All right. So we're gonna continue talking about copy abilities, but let's let's go a little bit different. Which which is your favorite from the new ones introduced? So Doctor, ESP, and uh, Poison. I believe that's the three new ones. Yep, that those were are the three new ones that introduced. All right. So which uh, ones are your favorite? Uh, Gut Instinct, since I like to play as Ness a lot in Smash Bros, says it should be ESP, but man, I really liked Poison. Poison ended up being a super fun ability that I was not expecting to be as awesome as it is. I like I like a lot of the different aspects of it. I like being able to tilt the poison everywhere. Being able to make a damage floor for other enemies to step on, that was really cool. And then some of the areas that involve puzzles in which you'd blow the puff of poison smoke to kind of be carried around everywhere, that was super cool. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Poison, I agree. Poison is awesome. Poison is an awesome ability. It kind of reminds me of Water Kirby a little bit. Like, when you... Uh, that, that too. When you... you okay, I, I don't even know if I'm going to explain this right. But, like, when you press B up and, like, the poison... the po- It's like a poison geyser and it's, like, shooting up. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That kind of reminds me of Water Kirby. I don't know. That just reminds me of Water Kirby. Um, I think that was the point, but uh, I'm just saying. Poison's awesome. I love Poison Kirby. And this this is actually a kind of hard question for me because I love all the new Kirby abilities. I want to say ESP. I want to say ESP because ESP is so awesome and it's so useful too. It is so useful throughout the game. Like I always get the ESP ability. I'm so torn though because I love the Doctor ability as well. I love just releasing all the Mega Vitamins or I, Mega Vitamins. Wow, this is yeah, this is Doctor Mario. The, the vitamins, the pills, the pills. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so entrenched, entrenched into Doctor Mario. That's why I said that. No, pills. 
when Kirby releases all the pills, and then when um he when you press B down, and then like you have like a potion. Yeah, that's so cool. Uh, I just love all the abilities, but I I will have to say Doctor. I'll I'll rank it Doctor, ESP, then Poison. Okay. That's how I rank it for me for me personally. And um for the last question for the copy abilities. Um, what new copy ability would you love to see in the Kirby series? Like, let's just create one on the spot. Like, what? Think of a new a copy ability for Kirby to have. Go, KV. Oh, uh, there is one I can think of right off the top of hand. But before that, there's actually there's copy abilities that have been uh, rejected from recent games. I want those to come back. <laughs> I really liked water ability, which got shafted out of. Uh, Ever Triple since Deluxe. Return to Dreamland, yeah, and two abilities that were introduced in the previous game, Triple Deluxe, Bell and Beetle, don't return. So I want them. I want those abilities to come back too. I just want all the abilities to be in a game at some point. Just, <laughs> just all of them. Just you know, like throw, suplex, you know, whatever. All the abilities. But as far as new abilities, we have a Ninja Kirby. So why don't we have a Pirate Kirby? <gasps> oh my God, Pirate Kirby! Oh my God, that should totally be a thing. He can make you walk the plank. There should literally, there could be literally a plank, and he makes you walk, and you, the enemy dies. Or like have a sword, like a, like a, like have a different style. Oh my god, I'm, you're making my mind like run with ideas right now. <laughs> That's a great idea. Good, good one. Pirate Kirby. Oh my god. And he have like a cute little hat too, and like a little eye patch. Oh my god, this needs to I be mean, a thing. I mean, in in uh, Kirby Nightmare in Dreamland, the opening uh, cutscene to Orange Ocean shows Kirby kind of with a pirate hat on already. So kind of expand on that because you already have kind of a costume already made for him dude that needs to be a thing nintendo how laboratories whoever works on the kirby games if you are listening to this you need to make go go on that right now and do that we need a pirate kirby um very, that's a very good one no i mean it that's a very good one um i agree with you for bell kirby that was my that was like one of my favorites in triple deluxe it was so awesome i'm like oh why didn't they make it return oh but i think i think they just I feel like because they wanted to really just use, like, the ones they really needed. Because they brought back Circus. I, th- I think Circus was, like, one of the most popular ones in Triple Deluxe. Cause yeah. I, when I when I was um, playing the game and talking with people who um, had the game, everyone always said, what, what I said, what's your new favorite ability for this game? They always said Circus. Circus. I didn't hear Beetle. I didn't hear Bell, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I always heard Circus. So I imagine that's that's why they brought back Circus. Um. For me personally, what what Kirby ability can can Kirby have? Oh my god, you're making me think about this now because pirate that is such a good idea. I can't think of something that's that good. I'm trying to think. Paper Kirby. No, oh, what could Paper Kirby do? Oh man, that's that's really going to get me. Fan Kirby. Was that ever a thing? Like you blow enemies away? That's my answer. Fan Kirby. Okay. Where Kirby like has like a little fan on his head, literally like um, a fan that moves, not 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 like a fan, a paper fan, like an actual fan that moves, that's robotic and whatnot, and blows people away. That's gonna be my answer. Fan Kirby, make it happen, Nintendo, make it happen, Hal Laboratories, fan Kirby. Yeah, Ooh. I think one thing that's really interesting, at least at this particular game, is that the abilities chosen seem very specific. Like, wing ability doesn't return, but in replace of it, we have jet. So a lot of the abilities, including the ones introduced, right. are very uh, centralized in the theme of technology that this game is going with. So I think that was kind of the reason why a lot of these abilities don't right. return. But in some regards, it would still be cool to see a lot of them come back and, you know, Pirate Kirby, Fan Kirby, whatever, something new would al- something new is always appreciated. Exactly. So it could be freaking ground Kirby, where Kirby like <laughs> dives into the ground. No, wait, didn't they have that the animal um Kirby where he could dive oh, into animal the ground? Animal Kirby. I I want him back too, man. 
Oh yeah. Oh my God. We're we're just gonna keep going on if we if we continue, because <laughs> we love Kirby. Um. So let's see. Um. What is the next question? Actually, this kind of relates to copyability. So we're kind of on the same track. We're gonna talk about the robot. The robot. Robobot armor. There we go. Robobot armor. So the Robobot armor is a new feature in the Kirby Planet Robobot. So how do you feel about its inclusion? And would you like to see something like this return in a future Kirby game? I'll let you go answer first, KV. If sure that's okay. Thing. Yep. Um, so basically, the Robobot armor is very similar to what we had in the previous two main series Kirby games. We had the super abilities in Return to Dreamland. Oh, yeah. And we had the Hypernova in Trip Deluxe. And what I like about the robot armor is it kind of combines those two. Because in Return of Dreamland, you have the super abilities, and that's cool, they, they do really fancy stuff, but essentially all they really do is just do a kill screen. And it's not that impressive once you play the game over and over, and it's kind of like, eh, whatever. The Hypernova was much more interesting, because it, you do a more puzzle-based stuff with it, but it was just the one thing, you always get the same music playing all the time, so it was, it kind of had its own mundane to it as well. What I like about the robot armor is that you get the power that the super abilities had, but it also mixes in a lot of the puzzle-solving elements that the Hypernova sections and Triple Deluxe had as well, so it's kind of a nice mix of both of them. In regards to that, then, I would love to see the robot back in period, because I just liked it a lot. It felt the most, it felt very natural, and I right. liked a lot of the concepts with it, and since it's only done a few abilities that didn't do the entire repertoire of abilities that Kirby had in this game, it would be cool to see the robot armor back doing some other abilities, like uh, Archer Robobot, or Whip Robobot. That'd be kind of hilarious to see. <laughs> that'd be funny to see, Whip. I imagine like a really long whip, like whoosh, like that'd be cool. Um, I totally agree with everything you said. Um, with Kirby um, Return to Dreamland, the super abilities, yeah, pretty much it was a kill screen. So it was still cool. Um, don't get me wrong, it was still cool, but it was like, eh, that's pretty much just pretty much what you're doing is you're just using Crash Kirby over and over again and destroying yep. things in, in the process. But um, you're destroying them in style. True, true. Like with the giant sword, or um, wasn't there a water one that was the super ability, or was I mistaken? No, there there was a snowball one that was pretty right. cool, where you bowled along the course. That was pretty interesting. That was that a bit was more cute. unique between all of them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. How do I feel about this? Um, with Kirby Triple Deluxe, I actually like the fact that Kirby would suck up all that stuff because it would make me laugh. I don't know. I, maybe I'm just immature, but it would every time Kirby would just like be sucking up, like you would just see Kirby sucking literally everything up. I'm like, oh my god, where does it go, Kirby? Where does that go? Where does, you're like sucking up like a giant monster? I think you could suck up like a giant. There was like sucking up like a giant um, blocks, sucking up like and giant enemies. It's like whoa, and then like sucking I, up a health bar. True, yeah, sucking up a health bar but it goes that far. It was so cool, and it was so creative and funny. So I like the supernova. I like the supernova. Was that's wait? That's what it's called, right? Supernova. Or is hypernova, it hypernova, I believe. Hypernova. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Well, for um the Robobot armor, um, that's I feel like it's a lot more puzzle based. Very a lot more puzzle based. But the fact that it has the different abilities, that's what makes it really really cool to me. So it has the puzzle thing going for it, and then it has different abilities that also added more puzzle puzzle mechanics and things like that it just makes it really cool it makes it makes you think of what you got to use i like the stone i like the stone robobot armor one i like also the esp the esp is really strong with the robobot armor what which is your favorite um kv which is your favorite oh. one to use with the robobot armor it's probably uh see the thing about it is there's a few that you can only use at certain times in the game and there's 
a bunch you can use at any time. Right. Um, between the ones that you can use at any time, have probably Cutter. I just like being able to big, have the big buzzsaw come out and just walk along when you see this big buzzsaw and just kind of <laughs> up and down just to destroy things in your path. But my favorite is a uh, wheel mode. It's just I just, I just love the kind of the cool speed with it, and it just makes me hopeful that maybe one day we'll get another Kirby Air Ride. Maybe. Oh, dude, that needs to happen. Kirby Air Ride. Yes, Kirby Air Ride 2. Make it happen, Nintendo. Um, yeah, actually, I agree. Wheel is actually an awesome ability to use with the Robobot armor because you could also um, the 2.5D, go, go from the front screen to the back screen. I think that was really cool and creative for them to do. So mm-hmm. I think I pretty much agree with everything you said, and everything I said pretty much, I, I, yeah, I, I pretty much can't state it enough. Like, I feel like something like this should definitely return or maybe improve upon it. Like like what you said, um, KV, about having new abilities or maybe even um, more things for the robo-bot, RoboBot armor to do. Like, uh, I'm trying to think, like, go through walls or uh, there's so many different things they could do with um, the RoboBot armor if they just expand on it. So I really yeah. hope they include it again in a future Kirby game. It doesn't yeah, have to be like, the next one, but it could be... Oh, I'm sorry, what? Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> oh, I was going to say... Wait. Yeah, oh, I was just going to say, like, I personally really like the jet ability. I always felt kind of sad that it just puts you on an auto-scroller uh, shmup, and I was kind of like, I wish I could just mess around with this in a not-linear uh, progression, because uh, that'd be <laughs> something I'd like to improve on as well. I When I, when I originally uh, saw the jet... Um, for the Robobot armor, I was actually shocked that that's how it was like because I thought it was going to be like something like Kirby Amazing Mirror where like you would be turned into a missile. Like you remember Missile Kirby where you would turn yep. into like a little thing? I thought it was going to be like that where like you would like literally turn into like a jet on screen. I don't know. Maybe my mind just thinks weirdly, but I thought that's what it was going to be like. So I, I don't mind the, um, what's it called? I don't mind the type of level for the Jet Robobot armor, because I think it's kind of interesting, because it kind of reminds me of the first Kirby game, I think, where they had something similar to that. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Kirby? Re- yeah, the fight of Kabula, and which they actually play homage to, which is really neat. Yeah, um, the, yeah, yeah, I agree with that, and a lot of Kirby games have had those types of stages in them, so I'm not, I'm not opposed to it as what they did. I'm just kind of hoping that if this was to be visited again, just, you know, give Jet a little more freedom, or, or Wheel for that matter, give both of them a little more freedom, because they're both limited to those specific stages, as opposed to the other ones, where you just use them wherever you wanted to. Oh, okay, I get you, I get you, yeah, yeah. All right, for this next question, we're going to move away from Robobot armor, and we're going to be talking about music. Now, this Kirby game, pretty much all Kirby games have great music, but this Kirby game, dude, do that if you're a girl, if you're listening to this. This music in this game is phenomenal. The new tracks that we have is just, it's great. We have, we have great new tracks, and then we also have some previous tracks from previous Kirby games, like literally just tracks they ripped from previous Kirby games. Like we have some tracks from um, Crystal, Crystal Shards, Kirby and the Crystal Shards. We have some tracks from, um, we actually had a track from Super Smash Bros. Melee where they use Green Greens on one of the levels, uh, like one of the last levels in the game. I'm not going to spoil which one. You got to just, it's one of the last levels of the game. So you just got to keep going on and experience it for yourself. There's just lots of great tracks. I am so happy with the music in this game. What are your, some of your favorite tracks, KV? So yeah, there was a lot of game uh, music that was ripped, uh, specifically in the two uh, initial sub-games you have, uh, Team Kirby Clash and uh, Kirby 3D Rumble. Uh, they use a lot of uh, tracks from like Kirby Air Ride and from Kirby's Return to Dreamland. But one thing I really like about this uh, game's soundtrack is, in addition to its own 
unique songs. The main theme of the robot is really great, and they kind of incorporate into a lot of different areas of the game, and I really like that theme. But they do a lot of remixes, and they're all really good, and they're only remixes you pick up on if you are very familiar with the Kirby series. So, for instance, in uh, Kirby 3D Rumble, the final boss fight of that whole thing is actually a remix of the Dark Star music from Kirby 64, which is one of my favorite musics from that game, so that was pretty crazy to hear. And then... Uh in every uh, every area, there is these places that are the tower stages, as I just call them, because they're just giant towers. In every stage, there always plays a purposeful remix. And so, like, the first area, it just kind of as a quick thing, it plays a remix of these Runes Sand Canyon theme from Kirby's Dreamland 3. And there's just it's such a blast to hear a lot of these... Uh, older songs getting revamped for a new game. And it's also cool to see a lot of other ones being recognized. There's also, as far as music that's ripped from other Kirby games, they have some from Kirby's Dreamland 3. They actually have some from Kirby's Dream Course, which is a pretty obscure Kirby game to be referencing, but it has some really cool music, so I'm kind of cool with how they did that. And they also have some music from a Japanese-only game, which is Kirby Super Star Stacker, so that's kind of cool oh. to have them just reference all these different musics within uh, the different stages. I totally, I, I am in love with the music in this game. The music in this game, the fact that, okay, let me just mention this, because I'm explaining it wrong. One of the levels, I believe it was in World 2, because it, this is where the cars were with the Waddle Dees driving the cars, yep. which, by the way, that is the cutest thing, let me just mention, that is the cutest thing in the world, to see the Waddle Dee drive the car, and a stop at the little stoplight, that is so adorable. It is just so adorable to me. But in one of those levels... I believe it was like extra world two extra. I believe it's yep. it's somewhere earlier in the game. They played above the clouds from Kirby sixty four Kirby Crystal Shards. They played above the clouds. Which do 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 you know that track? Like I'm not sure if you. Yeah, know it's 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 a remix of Butter Building from Kirby's Adventure. Yeah. But yeah, I, I know that track. It's a very oh. very calm track, and that's actually a really cool thing. Is that those EX stages? All the EX stages, except I think the last few, they all play the ripped music. So any music you hear in that stage comes from a previous Kirby game. So it's kind of cool because you're kind of getting some history of Kirby while you're exploring a new stage as well. Exactly. And the thing is, it fits... I You would think that it wouldn't fit, but it fits perfectly. Mm -hmm. The tracks that they use, it fits so perfectly. When I heard Above the Clouds... And if you don't know what it is, go look it up. Or I might play it in the background. I might play it in the background right now, so you might be listening to it right now. It's so awesome. It is just so cool. When I first heard it, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe they're, they're playing this. Because for the first world, I, I'm not sure if they did um, some of the previous tracks, but I didn't really notice. But when yep. I heard this track, I was like, oh my god, dude. What the heck? They're actually including past tracks? Whoa, that is so cool. I was so I was like fanboying right there. I'm like, oh my god, that is so cool. And every time I would play another level, like one of the extra stages, and they would have these tracks, I would like be freaking out. Like with Green Greens, when I heard Green Greens from Super Smash Bros. Melee, I'm like, oh my god, I was I couldn't believe it. It's so cool and it's just so amazing how Kirby music is so, it's still so relevant. These past mm -hmm. tracks, they're so relevant. Because when I, like I said, when, like I just said, when I heard those tracks, I'm like, oh my god, this fits perfectly. This fits exactly, like, I'm, I'm in this level right now, and this music, literally, I feel like this music, if I didn't hear this music before, I would feel like this fits perfectly in this level. I feel like it would fit perfectly. So it is just so amazing how they put the how new music is great too. The new new music is great too, 
but it's just so amazing how they use this rip music and like they used it in certain levels and it's so cool how it fits perfectly so mm-hmm. i know i know i keep saying it but yep. yeah i'm just saying it fits perfectly i'm so glad that they included those tracks and um i believe you can if you guys want you can look it up like some of the tracks that were um th- there's some playlists on youtube that have like some of the tracks and whatnot so you can look it up and see or he- see wow yeah you can see music you can hear the music on youtube and just look it up and just hear it cuz it's just so amazing um let's move on to the next question we're going to talk quickly about the bosses cuz this okay. game has lots of bosses so how do you feel about the bosses kv and which one is your favorite Oh boy. Uh so in terms of design. Going, yeah, whatnot. okay. Kind of going off like the whole the music thing is that a lot of bosses kind of fall in similar trend I feel at least. Uh I like the new boss theme is really good and kind of expands upon that main there's a main theme throughout this game. Yeah, I really like that they use that uh, music track to kind of uh go through everything including the boss theme. Um as far as bosses go, uh it's hard for me to say uh, there's some bosses later in the game that are pretty much a new version of an old classic fight, and it's kind of cool to see that. But uh, in terms of uh, what I thought was really interesting, actually, is that for the most part, most of these bosses are technically repeats, but you wouldn't know that unless you've played previous Kirby games. So that's kind of a really interesting thing, because uh, a lot of the bosses are returning bosses, or in the case of my actual favorite boss, is the boss of Area 2, uh, the Hollow Defense API. And I first love that boss's design, because it actually reminds me of a boss from Kirby 64, but then what it actually does is it summons other bosses for you to fight, which is similar to a boss fight from Kirby's Dreamline 3, and then it summons a bunch of other bosses that you would have seen from previous Kirby games, so you have some Kirby's Dreamline 1, Kirby's Dreamline 2, Kirby Return to Dreamland, and even a boss from Kirby's uh, Triple Deluxe all kind of show up within this one boss, and it's kind of, kind of cool to see this whole hodgepodge of bosses all together. You wouldn't think it to see them all together, but it was kind of really cool, and if you've never seen them before, well, now you have exposure to them, so if you go and play another Kirby game, you'll actually, you'll actually be able to identify with those specific bosses. Right. Exactly. The, the, what they did with the bosses is just so cool. They did, they, the boss battles in this game are always, every time I fight a boss, I'm not like, oh god, here we go. I'm always like, ooh, and I would see the new design, or I would see a, a boss return from a previous Kirby game, I'd be like, ooh, that's cool. Or, um, my favorite boss actually is Susie. Mm-hmm. And I, am I saying that right? Susie? Yeah, <laughs> yep, Susie. Yeah. The charming secretary. Yeah, she is the secretary um, for Haltman Works Company, and she, you know, you see her a lot during the, the final bosses of, um, well, not the final bosses, but you see her a lot during the game, pretty much. You're going to be running into her a lot. So you see her, and, like, she's always, like, just the way she talks and, like, the way she sounds. Like, she sounds so, imp- I don't know how to say this word. I don't even know if I'm going to say it right, but empathetic. Uh, uh, okay. It sounds like she's just not really emotional, is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. Like, she's just not really, like, she doesn't really care about you or whatnot. Like, she's like, eh, whatever, you're like a little termite, and we need, I need to make you get exterminated. And everyone on this planet needs to be exterminated. Like, when I would say that, like, oh, people on, on this planet, like, they're, like, worthless. Or, like, oh, they're so, like, there's, like, such small fries, and they need to be exterminated and things like that. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> things they're saying, like, gee whiz. Every, every type of life form needs to be eradicated. Like, oh, my gosh. That's so much, but I, I just think she's so cool. I would love to see her in another um, Kirby game. Yeah, she's she's just cool to me. Honestly, she's really cool. Um, but there, like I said, there are tons of bosses, and like what KV said, he even much said it all. There's so many great bosses and so many 
bosses from previous games that like if you never played a Kirby game before, you can now have a, ref a frame of reference to be like, oh, I know that boss. And I just love how they also have the final boss from Kirby Triple Deluxe. Oh my god, that's a spoiler. <laughs> that's a spoiler. I'm sorry. I might edit that. I don't know, but yep. it it's a spoiler. But it is so cool how they have the final boss. I mean, hey, you might not even know what the final boss is, so it might not be a total spoiler. So if you never played Triple Deluxe, that wasn't a spoiler. Speaking of spoilers, read the boss descriptions in the true arena. Exactly, yeah. Not read, say anything else, just, just, just read the descriptions. There's some, stuff. <laughs> there's some cool descriptions, so you need to read them. If you play the game, which you should go, you know what you need to do? You need to listen to this podcast and then march yourself to GameStop, to Target, to Best Buy, to any store that sells electronics. Or Nintendo like, eShop and just download it. Yeah. You do that too. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. If you have an eShop, e eShop card, if you have some money, or if you have a credit card, and put it in. Do that, because it's a great game. Whew, we have actually have one... Actually, no, we have two more questions, and then we will be done with the Kirby discussion. So here we go. Here is the first question. So Kirby Amiibo, how do you feel about it? And how do you feel about the way it was implemented in the game? So just the Kirby Amiibo themselves, or how Amiibo was implemented in general? Because this game so uh, how, incorporates a ton of Amiibo. How, so how, pretty much, how do you feel about the like, which Amiibo do you think is really cute? <laughs> and then which? how do you feel about the how they implemented the Amiibo in the game? So okay. both. Um, in terms of the actual new Kirby Amiibo, I like all of them. All of them look really cool. I like that they have kind of different designs. So you can distinguish them a bit more from their Smash Bros. counterparts, because three of them do have Smash Bros. Uh, counterparts. Right. I actually really like the Meta Knight one way more than the Smash Bros. one. I like him with his cape. He looks a lot cooler than that with than the, <laughs> one of his wings. His wings ones just look kind of weird. Um, DDD one's really cool, and the Waldy one is super adorable, and uh, I actually have the that crazy Japanese diorama thing, so I set them all up in there and it just looks super cute. Um, so I like all of them. They actually, they feel that they're probably some of the most sturdy designed of any of the Amiibos, because, uh, like, I look at some of, like, the Splatoon Amiibos, you can kind of see, like, the little crack on the Inkling Girl's head as for how the mold was made. It's super hard for me to tell where those kinds of details are on the Kirby Amiibos, because they kind of cover them up very, very well. Right. And how do you feel about how it was implemented in the game? So, the game actually implements almost every amiibo currently in existence, which is really interesting. Um, so, it's kind of similar to, like, how Mario Maker or Yoshi's Woolly World will do it, in which you'll get something kind of unique for scanning an amiibo. Thankfully, unlike last year's uh, Rainbow Curse, you can scan in 10 amiibo per stage, not per day. Thank you, because that cap was really silly um <laughs> and if you just go and quit a stage that counts as completing a stage so you can do it again so you can oh. incorporate as many amiibo and they give you different abilities depending on what you scan in i know some of them don't give you anything like if you scan in like a shovel knight amiibo or a third party amiibo like Mega Man or uh ryu it gives you this kind of generic stuff but almost every other amiibo that's nintendo series based has a correlation to an actual kirby ability so like any of the animal crossing amiibo give you leaf any of the splatoon amiibo will give you poison we Ooh. fit trainer gives you doctor because that makes sense um <laughs> and rosalina gives you ice ability i don't actually know the correlation there but uh, it's cool because it the text will actually literally say this amiibo give you gave you this ability so it knows what amiibo it's reading at all times and in regards to the actual kirby series amiibo 
it's actually really cute that they have amiibo that are doing slightly different things, because in the case of Mario Maker or Yoshi's Woolly World, if you scanned in a Mario amiibo, it wouldn't matter if you're scanning in the Mario amiibo or the Gold Mario amiibo or the Smash amiibo, it would be the same thing, essentially. But here, if you scan in the Smash Bros. Kirby amiibo, you get the Smash Bros. ability, but if you scan in the Kirby series amiibo, you'll get the UFO ability, which is actually right. the only way to get the UFO ability is by scanning yes. that amiibo. Um and the other ones, they give you kind of cute, they give you cute little outfits. I do like the Meta Knight amiibo, because he gives this cute little mask on top of his head, and that actually looks really adorable. And the DD amiibo, he gets the hat back, because I like seeing that hat. And <laughs> since Sphere actually didn't return this game either, now that I think about it, uh, Wall D will give you Parasol instead, but you still get the little bandana, because Bandana D is pretty much the main Wall D star since, uh... Superstar Ultra. So it's right. just kind of, it's nice to have those kind of little details. Um, I know for some people that it's probably not doing a whole lot that's going to be super interesting, but it's at least a nice little distraction if you want to even invest in the figures themselves if you're a big fan. I have tons of Amiibo, so you bet I use all of them when I have the chance. Um, really quickly, I just want to say this. Um, actually, Rosalina giving you the ice ability makes sense. Because I'm going to get all nerdy right now, but in Mario Kart 7... Or oh, remember, yeah, Rosalina's Ice World. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Rosalina's Ice World. So I was like, oh, ice, that makes sense. That's just what I, immediately what I thought, because uh, I'm a big Mario Kart guy as mm -hmm. well. Um, but yeah, let me talk about the Amiibo. First and foremost, the Amiibo is so adorable. And I, you, if you don't believe me... You need to go buy it. Like, go... I, you can't even just look at it. You need to buy it and just, like, hold it in your hand. It is just so adorable. Waddle Dee is the cutest. Like, I thought the Kirby one was so cute. But the Waddle Dee one is so adorable. I, we need more Waddle Dee amiibo. Because it's yep. just so cute. It's just adorable. I loved it. Um, How it was implemented in the game. I do feel like they could probably expand um some things. Maybe, maybe do something more. I, I'm not exactly sure what... But every time you use an amiibo, you get a sticker, and then you get a, a Maxim Tomato, I think? At least for the the Kirby If amiibo. the Kirby series, they'll give you Maxim Tomato. For the other ones, I don't believe they give you health items, but if they do, it's not a Maxim Tomato. It's just kind of a quick heal. Oh, okay. All right. Because I haven't used one of those in a while, but I definitely know for the Kirby Amiibo and the Waddle D one, like, they give you, like, a Maxim Tomato. So, but I, I think it was implemented all right. You know, it, it's, it brings you, it gives you incentive to get these Amiibos. Like, you want the UFO? Well, you're not going to get it unless you buy this Amiibo. And mm. it's so worth it. Like, there, I can't think of another ability that would just be so worth it. Actually, let me, let me think. Okay, Bell, <laughs> Beetle, <laughs> those, okay, maybe those. But besides those, it's just, it's the perfect ability for an Amiibo. Because it's so worth getting. The UFO ability is so worth getting, so you should absolutely, if you're going to get the game, you should absolutely invest at least in one Amiibo. Like, buy the Kirby Amiibo for Smash Butters if you want, if you're into Smash Butters, maybe get the Smash Butters um, Amiibo so you can get um, Smash Butters Kirby, or, you know, UFO Kirby, or if you want, like, a cute Waddle D design or King DDD design, you know, get the Waddle D Amiibo or the King DDD Amiibo. But seriously, I like the way it was implemented. I do think they could probably do more, like, maybe something happens in level or something. I'm, I'm not exactly sure but i do think they could probably do something else something mm -hmm. more something extra but i'm fine with how everything they did for this game Whew, so here is probably one of the last questions i have here we go how do you feel about this game compared to kirby kirby what kirp kirby what the heck let me really say that how do you feel about this game compared to kirby 
triple deluxe. I kind of touched on that earlier, in which I kind of discussed how I went to back to play Return to Dreamland and all that, but yeah, this has easily become my favorite Kirby game. Um, there is one thing that did bug me a little bit, and that was something I noticed when I went through my initial playthrough, and it'll be in my videos because I literally say it during then. Um, and that is actually the game's ending. I don't want to give away too much, but I'm going to say I liked a little bit more of Triple Deluxe's just kind of overall ending. And that's probably because Trip Deluxe felt more close-knit, whereas this game feels like there's still stuff to explore. So that might be why it ended that way. Um, but other than that, this game was a blast. I love all the different... Uh, I love the new abilities. I wish there were some abilities that would return, but the robot armor stuff is great. In all honesty, the only thing I can say that I would change about the game is I want to be maybe maybe back to Seven Worlds. We haven't done Seven Worlds since uh, Return to Dreamland, so it'd be kind of cool to see that again. But other than that, like, I just... I loved it, and uh, compared to Triple Deluxe, Triple Deluxe was my favorite Kirby title for the last two years, and it's been easily dethroned by this game, so Hell Laboratories, I don't know what stuff magic you're working, but keep doing it, because <laughs> you're doing a very good job. Um, for me, I feel like I feel like Triple because I played Triple Deluxe recently, because I haven't played that in a while, but I played Triple Deluxe recently, and I feel like the games are sort of evenly matched, but I definitely feel like Planet Robobot has the upper hand. Planet Robobot definitely improved on a lot of things that um, Triple Deluxe didn't have. And just, the, like, the modes. The modes are very fun. Which I'm not saying, like, Triple Deluxe modes weren't really fun. But, like, mm -hmm. Kirby Fighters was... <laughs> I loved it, but it was so frustrating sometimes. Oh, my God. The AI was too much to handle. Oh, my God. That's another podcast entirely. But I definitely feel like they expanded on things. Like, I believe in... um. Triple Deluxe. They had like they had a system, right? For um, that was kind of like um, this this version stickers. Like, what was it? Was it like um, those the keychains and those are things you yes. collect, but they didn't do much. I like that the stickers were something you actually decorate the robot bar armor with, because it made you it it felt like you're collecting them for more than a reason other than say I got them. It was collecting yeah. them for saying now I can decorate my robot armor with this, and that was kind of a nice thing to have with them. The keychains were cool. They're nice callbacks, and they were, most of them were all sprites, so that was really neat. But uh, I like the stickers a bit more because you can do customization with them. Oh, dude, I love the stickers a lot more <laughs> just because of that. I'd like it. M I'd like it even more if you could decorate your um, robot uh, Robobot armor more. Yeah, like, have even more stickers on it. But you know, I love the way they implemented it though. Like it's so it makes sense to get these stickers and i'm just, I just like quickly go on a little a small tangent about it like i love the stickers in this game like some of them are so like weird like the meta knight doodle have, mm -hmm. have you seen that the meta oh, knight doodle? I, yeah i have there's i find there's there's a bunch of silly ones like there's just like the oh there's the doodle series so every kirby character from uh return of dreamland has a doodle but they also have a comic book variant and they also have a manga variant so you have these different art styles of all the different kirby characters and it's really silly to look at Really silly, yeah, but it was just, it was so cool, like, just seeing the different artwork and seeing artwork from classic Kirby games, like, some from um, Crystal Shards, mm -hmm. some from, um, uh, they out they also had, like, kanji, like, um, different words in kanji. Different kanji, yep. Yeah, and, um, they had, um, oh my god, I'm trying, I'm, I'm like, I literally have the game open right now, I'm looking through it, they had stuff from um, Return to Dreamland, Triple Deluxe, they had all sorts of artwork from previous Kirby games, Kirby Epic Yarn. They had all sorts of stuff, and I thought it was just the coolest thing to do that. They had the um, fake weight symbol from Kirby Air Ride. Yep. They had all sorts of cool stuff. So 
I am so happy with what they did with stickers, and I definitely hope they bring something like that back. The stickers were so cool, and I love collecting them. Mm-hmm. Now, pretty much, I, I pretty much have already <laughs> speaked a lot about this, but yeah, I definitely feel this game is better. I don't feel like it's drastically, drastically, drastically better, just because I... I like Triple Deluxe, because I played Triple Deluxe recently. If I yep. didn't play it, I'd probably say that, but Triple Deluxe was good. I'm just going to say that this game, Planet Robobot, improved on everything. So, it's better, so you should absolutely buy it. I'm going to say you should buy it. You should absolutely buy this game. Buy this game, buy Triple Deluxe. If you want, you can buy both of them. I think you should buy both of them. Play Triple Deluxe, then play Planet Robobot. You'll, you'll love both. But definitely, Planet Robobot is a fantastic game. And I am so glad that I have played it. I am so glad that you played it, KB. Mm-hmm. I am so glad that everyone is playing this game because this game is great. Um, is there anything we want to talk about uh, about this game before we move on? Like, do you want to you want to quickly give like a review score or something like that? I don't like giving review scores because I need to tie it to a score. I was kind of like giving impressions about it. So the impressions okay. of what people get off of it—that's kind of what I like to give off. Um, I'm trying to think, I think there's something I was going to say about music, but I completely lost my train of thought of that already. But uh, yeah, I just like I like the design of uh, everything in this game. It's just it's just a really nice polished game. Uh, that one thing I mentioned about the ending is something that you have to see and you have to have played Triple Deluxe to understand like where I'm coming from on that. But uh, yeah, I would definitely it's better than Triple Deluxe for me. But that's not to say that Triple Deluxe is not a bad game. Triple Deluxe oh, yeah, is totally. freaking amazing. So yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of, that's kind of like what I'm going for here is that it's like they have an amazing game and somehow they made something that was even better than that. It's like whoa, how do you do that? That's insane. So that's kind of my uh, opinion on it. Um, but yeah. that just loved playing the game, and uh, I'm hoping that the they did a, this thing with Triple Deluxe is they had the two sub games. They had uh, more full versions of the titles released in the eShop. I'm hoping we'll get a similar thing with that because it'd be very cool to see more of uh, Kirby 3D Rumble and just to have a nice portable version or another version of a uh, Team Kirby Clash to play with other people. That'd be kind of fun. Just have some more stages for that. Yeah, I. I totally agree. Like you explain, literally, dude, you are so much better at explaining things than I am. <laughs> I literally, what you said, basically explained like what I said in two minutes. So let me, let's just, I just want to repeat what you said. Kirby Triple Deluxe is an amazing game, and Planet Robot is just more amazing. There you go. That explains it perfectly. Yep. I went overboard. Thank you so much for saying that. Yes, it's more amazing. That's it. Like, Triple Deluxe is still great, but this is amazing. It's just more amazing. That's it. That's pretty much it. So you should. That's pretty much it for this section of the podcast. Guys, if you don't have Planet Robobot, it's available everywhere right now, so you can go pick it up at a store, or you can um, download it digitally. It, I believe it's um, $39.99. Yep, that's correct. And a lot of stores I see, at least in my region, uh, or my area, they will usually actually have the Kirby Amiibo there. They have a lot of stock of them, so you can pick that up as well if you're out getting a physical version, if you wanted to get that as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely go do that. And with that, we're going to move on to our next section of the podcast. This section is the news section. So we're just going to quickly go through this really quickly, all right? So Pokemon Go. We recently did um, a podcast about Pokemon Go. Me and Super Zamzee was on were, were on there. And um, so, but KV, you weren't on there. So I wanted to just quickly ask you, like, what is your opinions of Pokemon Go? Um, it's a fun app. Uh, I can't say a whole lot on it. It's it's 
kind of thing you have to be around uh, specific areas. I was very fortunate enough that last week I was attending uh, Summer to Games Done Quick uh, okay. down in uh, Minneapolis. And uh, well, thankfully, that's when the app came out, and there's, there was a lot of the different Pokestops everywhere. And so I was able to go to a lot of those and just kind of... Uh, cram up on all of my items and stuff. Um, it's a really interesting app. I do like the focus of it trying to get people to go out. Uh, in response to that, I do hope people are a little more safe because I'm seeing a lot of those, and some of them are false, but you never know for sure. You yeah. Those headlines, people being kind of careless with it, so I'm kind of like, you guys gotta be a little more a little more safe with that because that's yeah. just not that's just not a good time for anyone. Yeah, but where you're that, going. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Other than that, it's it's decent. I can't really like write a full like oh I hate it or oh I love it because it's still kind of going on and there's still gonna be a lot of stuff that's gonna be released for it as well. So I right, can't really right. give a full uh, opinion on it as of yet. Other than it's just fun to have and I know a lot of people are getting into it and so maybe I'll actually be able to join people and just go like on a hunt at a mall or something this weekend, <laughs> just to you know roam around and just do whatever. Uh, so guys, keep your keep keep, keep a lookout for KB. <laughs> if you see him with a Pokemon Go, no? Oh, I thought I thought it was funny. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you guys don't know what he looks like. I was just making a joke. That, I'm sorry. I don't mean to make you feel uncomfortable. No, it's fine. Um, all right. So for Pokemon Go, uh, we did a podcast about it already, but I just want to say that you know Pokemon Go is great. Everyone is buying it. Oh my god, it passed Candy Crush, and cause everyone is just buying it. And I said buying it. Everyone's downloading it. Everyone I'm... has it. Freaking moms, dads, everyone's like, oh, where are the Pokemon? Like, oh my god, everyone has their phone out looking for Pokemon, and that's so cool. It's just I I totally agree with what you said though that people need to be more careful. Like if you're young, if you are not. If you're like a teenager or younger, please be careful. Please, 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 please be careful. Don't be careful about um, lures, um, lures, I believe, because um, some people have it where like they're just staying in a location. Just be careful about that. that just be careful about that. Don't go out like late at night at freaking 2 o'clock in the morning to catch mm -hmm. a Pikachu or anything like that. It's not worth it. Just be safe, all right? As long as you're safe and everything like that, just that that's good. Just You can have as much fun as you want. Just be safe. Um, I just want to quickly mention this. Um... I want to mention this really quickly. Um, I got a star you recently. Oh my gosh! Awesome. And I, I am Spider Star you. So me catching a star you. Do you do you realize my reaction in public? I don't mean to embarrass myself because I'm gonna sound stupid. But when I caught a star you, I'm just like, oh! in real life, I'm just like, oh! and every, and people are like looking at me like, what the heck is this guy doing? But I just got my phone out of me. I'm like, get that star you. Oh my god! And I was so happy because, dude. I have a star you like there's just like there's like star you's like by my house and like for some reason I'm looking around my house I'm looking around my neighborhood I never get it and when I finally got it I was so happy and I should be because I'm a spider star you hello what do you expect I'm a spider star you I gotta I gotta feel this way so yeah I just want to mention that um we're gonna mention Splatfest which is currently going on right now mm -hmm. in Splatoon um in Splatoon, there's currently a Splatfest, and this is unfortunately the last Splatfest. Oh, yeah, it's really I'm very sad, sad about that. I, it makes me curious, though, if uh, that is to say anything to come for Annex in regards to a new Splatoon game. So that can make, you know, gotta find the silver lining and everything, but uh, very excited to this last one, because it's been the one that I've been wanting for a long time, which is Kelly versus Marie. <laughs> That, I feel like it might be the last one, though, because that's just, like, the ultimate Splatfest. Like, the two sisters against each other, that's... I feel like, what else could they do? Like, hot the dogs and burgers? That's, that's, that's my caveat. It's the last Splatfest for this Splatoon game. We don't know about new Splatoon games that be, could be coming out in the future. Oh, you're right, you're right. 
one one question I have is just how are you gonna get extra sea snails now? Like that's hmm. like can you that's, get that in the main mode, like the single player mode? Like do you get those in that mode? I, I haven't played in a while, so I, I don't know. You can. It's just they cost money. They cost uh, not real money. Uh, they cost oh, the in-game currency. Say. So oh, okay. uh, if you just go and take on uh, just matches by usual, like for a lot of people that I know that dig uh, put a lot of time into the game, they have enough right. money to just buy a bunch of snails if they wanted to anyway. So it's not that big of a deal. So oh. I think the only people that are going to be hurt by this is people who are newer to the game. But uh, I'm not sure if there's a overall plan of this or not. I know with the recent amiibos that were released for Splatoon, the Kylie Marie amiibo, they just they don't do anything for that. I was kind of thinking that maybe they would, that they give you like access to the snails or something, but uh, right. uh, that's not the case as far as I know. Um, but uh, yeah, and I know for a lot of people, like, the snails, I have like probably a hundred snails because I just don't use them. So What? Give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the shops and I just go and pick up. Here's all the clothes, and I get all the clothes. I find the ones I like, and that's it. I don't use the sales. <laughs> so, well, I have every piece of clothing. It's just I find the ones that I like to put the extra slots on. So, right, I have right. a ton of money in Splatoon that I'm just going, okay, when's more clothing coming up? Because I would need to spend this money. So, I guess that's where I probably go to now is the snails. If you want to donate your sea snails to me, you know, I'm just saying, you could do that. No, if there's, kidding, a, if there's a way in the game, I would probably do that. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, for me, oh, really quickly, oh my god, I forgot to mention this. How how dare I forget to ask this? Which side are you, KV? Which side are you? I'm Team Marie. Oh my god, really? Really? You seem like someone who'd be Team Callie. I've always been Team Maria and for almost every Splatfest, excluding like a few where I'm just like, nope, I'm not going to do that. Um, and it's just, I don't know, I've always liked the Marie side of the Splatfest things, and at least in the America regions, Marie seems to almost never win, so it's kind of not a terrible thing, I think, in that regard, so it's like, oh, I'm Team Marie. Well, Team Marie pretty much always loses, so who cares? Um, so in this case, if Marie ends up winning for some reason, I... Not sure if, if anyone's going to win, because I think Callie's actually more popular than people let on to. Um, I like both of them. I just like Marie a little more. I just think she's cuter. That's that's better. It comes down to simple, I just, I just think she's a little cuter. That's it. Not to say Callie's not adorable in her own right. Right. Um. Actually, I am totally on board with you, KV. I am actually Team Marie as well. So I am going to be fighting for Team Marie... During this Splatfest, so you guys better watch out for me. If you see me on the servers, you see Spider, you see a you see a little inkling named Spider. That's probably me. So don't get crazy, cause I'm I'm rooting for Team Marie here. Oh, so yeah, I just can't wait to get the results, cause I I think usually it just takes about a about one day or a couple days. Like how long does it usually take for the results to come? A recent events, it's been only like a few hours since really? they tallied the results. Yeah, I'm not oh. sure for this one because it is supposed to be there's going to be two separate Splatfests. There's one for Japan specifically going on during the time, and there's one for Europe and the Americas combined. So I'm not sure if that's going to affect how they take the tallies in, but I know in the recent Splatfest, like literally after about two hours after the Splatfest is over, someone would have the results up already. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was actually a day, so that, oh, mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Woo, all right, so we will see. We will keep you guys updated um, when we find out the results. Uh, we will keep our fingers crossed, regardless of whichever team wins. So we will just we will have to wait and see. Woo, it's the so last one. Just enjoy it, man. 
Yeah, regardless of who wins, it's I'm I'm actually fine if Team Kelly wins. Like usually, like some of those Splatfests where I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe that that team won. But for this one, I'm actually I don't mind either way because Kelly's still cool. Marie, I think I like Marie more, but Kelly's still cool. So either way is fine. That's it for the news. That's all the news we have this week. So now we are gonna get into what have you been doing. Now, during KV, KV's What Have You Been Doing, he's going to say what he's been doing, but he's also going to be talking about his channel and mm -hmm. other social media. So, really quickly, I'm just going to mention some things about me first, because he said he wanted me to go first, so that is totally fine. I'm going to be going first. And, yeah, here we go. Um, I have been playing a lot of Mario Kart 8 recently. I plan on doing a Mario Kart 8 tourney where I record, um, show my face and everything. Um, it'll be like a tourney tournament. I plan on doing that soon, so pretty much it'll be just a tournament where we play Mario Kart A, the person who gets the most points over like three or four Grand Prix is the winner. And you will get a special shout out in the next video or whatever. This is my personal channel, Spider Star You. So go on youtube.com slash user slash Spider Star You for more information about that. I will be posting a video soon. And I'm, I'm not sure it'll be up yet, but by the time this is this podcast is posted, there'll probably be a video up somewhere. Um, so yeah, it's pretty much just gonna be a tournament. There's not gonna be any rewards just yet. All right, for the next turn, I just wanted this tournament is more like a test to see how I can do it because I've never, I've done tons of tournaments for like games like Mario Kart Wii. I've done it tons and tons of times, so it's not really something I'm new to. But it's for Mario Kart Eight. I've never done it before, so we will see how that is. We will test it out, and um, yeah, that that will be coming out soon. So keep an eye out for that, and go on Spider Star You go on my go on my YouTube channel and check it out because I really want to see how many people I can get for this. I hope I can get a full room. As long as I get a full room, I'm happy. So yeah, that's gonna be happening soon. A Mario Kart Eight tournament, and um, what else has been happening? Um, I've been playing a lot of Kirby Triple um Kirby yeah Kirby Triple Deluxe. I've been playing that a bit, but I've been playing a lot of Kirby Planet Robobot, preparing for this podcast because I beat the I beat the game a while back. About a while back, I mean, like a week ago, <laughs> not too, too, too long ago, but like a while back, you know, some, some ways away. But I, I really want to just play it again, and play through some levels to just get a better idea of what I'm talking about this week. So I did that, played, played through it, loved it. Um, what did I fail at? Um, I tried to do Kirby, um, the True Arena again. Big mistake. I just, it just gave me more headaches. I should have just been happy that I beat it once. <laughs> With the True Arena, it's just, oh my god, dude. Dude, 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 oh my gosh, what is, I can't even, if I don't use the UFO, I'm not winning. That's pretty much how it is. Like, literally, I have to use, like, what I do, this is what I do. I use the ESP ability for, like, throughout the whole true arena. Then on the, like, like on the one of the final bosses, I switch to UFO so that I get the maximum tomato to heal all my health, and then I'll be ready for, what's it called? Do, do you know what it's called, uh, KV? The, um, the, very, the very last boss? Yeah, yeah. That's okay, oh, I can't spoil it. Technically a spoiler, yeah, just because it's it's the music that plays is in reference to another Kirby game, so... So, you guys have to go play the game to find out what the final boss is. I can't spoil it, so... Unfortunately, there's that. And um, other than that, that's pretty much it. I've not been doing too much. I've just been doing that, uh, playing a little bit of Pokemon Go. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. So, KV, it is your turn to talk about what you've been doing, and also to talk about your channel and whatnot. Okay. Um, so, just as I said at the beginning, on my channel, I just kind of do uh, casual Let's Plays, uh, sometimes blind stuff, so like the Kirby Planet Robot, that was all blind, so it was all my raw reaction to what I was going through in the game, so sometimes I'll say some things and people will let me know that that was incorrect, but I usually correct myself later on because I'll figure it out. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I've been working and just kind of editing that because all the recording was done. So I've been working on editing through that. Uh, that's pretty much almost wrapped up. So I'm getting into my next Let's Play, which I actually have a huge backlog already recorded because I was thinking I was going to start it earlier, but Planet Robot came out and I had to kind of switch things around. So my next LP is actually going to be a Pokemon game, which will be the first time on my channel. So I'm very excited for that. Just kind of, to, you know, 20 years of Pokemon, everything kind of feel like that'd be kind of fun. Oh, you know, I'm going to be watching. <laughs> I I uh, mess around a lot, and I just kind of have fun, and uh, Oshawa is best Pokemon, so Pokemon White. <laughs> Pokemon White? Really? Yep. yep. Oshawa's my favorite. Anywho, uh, besides that, uh, last week I attended uh, the event Summer Games Done Quicks, which is a speedrunning marathon for charity. Um, I didn't participate in it, because I'm not, I'm not a speedrunner by any means, but it was just fun to watch that, and that's kind of how I got exposed to all the Pokemon Go things that were going around, so that's how I kind of got into playing Pokemon Go myself for a little bit. Um, otherwise, I've been playing a lot of Planet Robot myself. Uh, I have actually yet to beat the True Arena. I actually got very close to it, <gasps> and uh, the bo final boss had a sliver of health left, and I died. So that kind of was a soul crusher, so I did not go back to visit it for a bit. Oh, dude. Oh, man. You gotta do what I did, dude. You gotta do um, the ESP throughout the whole the whole arena, then, like, during, like, one of the final bosses where you can switch ability or whatnot, you gotta put in, like, the UFO or something and just use that, because that's how I did it. I, Because, I, trust me, dude, when I was, like, on the final boss, I lost, like, literally right at the end. Right at the end, I'm like, oh, my God. It's so, really actually, yeah, what actually happened for me is that uh, I knew about that, but I was, like, I was adamant that I was, like, no, I'm going to only use this one particular ability because I know how to use it, which is Archer. Because <laughs> Archer has the camouflage, which, like Leaf's Guard, you you do not take any damage when you're using it. So I like oh. to use that ability. Um, what happened was is that I was doing some decent item conservation, and I used an item by accident. And if oh I had not God. used it, I would have survived. <laughs> So Dude, that's, oh that, that's what was terrible about it. And also because I lost the archer ability uh, during something, and I was just kind of bummed about that. And I was thinking about using the UFO, but I used the UFO for the normal arena already, and I noticed that uh, when you use an amiibo, it actually kind of puts a little sticker of shame on you, like, oh, use an amiibo. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> well, I won't use an amiibo then. Think, how about that? And eventually I ended up using an amiibo anyway, because I was just like, well, I want archer. So hi, pit. Hi, dark pit. Scan, scan, <laughs> just to keep getting it back. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been doing. And I've also started playing uh, an older DS RPG, uh, Dragon Quest Nine. So that's been kind of oh, fun cool. as well. You, you, you're, you're a fan of the Dragon Quest series? It's the first Dragon Quest game I've ever played, so I'm kind of uh, oh. getting into it and starting to see how it is, because they're, they're really hyping up uh, the release of Dragon Quest VII, uh, the remake for the 3DS coming out this September. So I'm kind of oh, cool. trying to get feel for it to see if it's something I'd like. Yeah, I never play. I never really played Dragon Quest. I'm not really too into it, but you know, if you're enjoying it, that's cool. You know, mm -hmm. play it and whatnot. That's cool. Whew, all right, guys, that is the end of our podcast. Oh, Oof. actually, I forgot one last thing. Oh, okay, I'm trying to complete ahead. my Pokedex. Oh, with Pokemon <laughs> Go? That, that's no, 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 not Pokemon Go. I, Pokemon I, in White? My six, in my Pokemon Six, uh, Six Generation oh, game. Oh, White. Oh, okay, Six. Yeah, right. So right. I'll have all Pokemon ready for when Sun and Moon comes out. You're gonna get all 700 of them. You know, all 721. Them all. <laughs> exactly. I know. Gonna be the exact number. Probably gonna be 60 more or so. So we get ready for that. 780 mm -hmm. or something like that. Oh boy. All right. All sorry. Right. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. All right. That is the end of our podcast, guys. Thank you so much for listening. All right. Let me get the ending information out. All right. So here we go.
You can subscribe to the Lost Levels podcast on iTunes. Make sure to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us grow. So give us five stars. Give us five star views. Yes, five star views. You can find all our past episodes at our website, thelostlevels.mariopartylegacy.com and our Mario news and community at mariopartylegacy.com and follow the Lost Levels on all of our social media. Here we go. This is the rundown. Our, our Facebook facebook.com slash the lost levels our twitter at lost levels m p l on tumblr the lost levels podcast.tumblr.com and our youtube youtube.com slash user slash the lost levels m p l and if you are watching this on youtube give this video a big thumbs up because we appreciate that so much and now for my social media links, all right, I am Spider Star U across this world. I am Spider Star U on YouTube, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Nintendo Network, and Google+. All of it is Spider Star U, so be sure to go check all that out. Thank you guys so much for the likes on Facebook. I'm like, I think I'm above like 1,700 or like 1,600, so I appreciate it so much. Your guys' likes mean so much to me. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. And, um, yeah, really quickly, Kirby Vault. We need you to give us your social media. So we, uh. you talked about your channel. Mm-hmm. So we know your, your channel is YouTube.com slash user slash Kirby Vault. So Kirby Vault. So what about your other social media? Do you have other social media as well? Yep. Uh, on Twitter, it's just at Kirby Vault. Um, on Facebook, it is uh, Facebook.com slash uh, Kirby Vault LPs. Ooh. And uh, I'm also just on Google Plus as Kirby Volt since that's linked to my YouTube account. So that's uh, pretty much just Kirby Volt wherever you'd find me. It's me. You have a Twitch as well, right? Oh, yes, I do. I have a Twitch. It's just uh, Kirby Vault on Twitch TV. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kirby Vault, for joining us for this podcast. Well, joining us. I mean, joining me. (laughs) Joining me for this podcast. Thank you so much. Well, thank you very much for having me. No problem. I love having you, and we will love to have you on again with other Lost Level members, too. We'd love to have you on again, all right? Okay, thank you. We're going to make that happen. Thank you so much for joining, once again, Kirby Vault, and thank you guys so much for listening. That is the end of our podcast. That's all there is, guys. Stay, see you next time, guys. Goodbye. Ciao.